Have you ever made a vision board for the life you want? Did you find it too daunting or maybe everything on it didn't come true? What if you made a vision board that was really focused? What if it was more like a postcard? And how would that change your manifesting success? That is what we're going to be talking about with my guest in this episode, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Ronnie Ann Ryan, your go-to intuitive coach bringing real talk to the mystical realm on the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. Feel like the universe or your spirit guides aren't delivering? Maybe you're confused by esoteric lingo or which healing method to try. Well, you're in the right place because who has time for confusion when you're trying to build a business, find love, heal and recover, or leave your partner or job? I'll turn that mumbo jumbo into clear, actionable steps that fit easily into your life. So buckle up, open that heart chakra, and let's cut through the cosmic fluff together, shall we? Good fortune favors the bold and those who aren't afraid to call it like they see it right here on the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast podcast. Hi, this is Ronnie, your go-to intuitive coach and reader. With 2024 fast approaching, you might be wondering what's on the horizon for you in the new year. How will your business grow? Will you get promoted at your job? How will your love life fare? Or if you're facing a life crisis, some intuitive insight could be a huge help to make the right decisions for your highest good. How will 2024 treat you? From now until Sunday, December 17th, I'm offering my readings for just $99, which is almost 50% savings. Purchase a reading now, but you don't need to have the session now. You can have until March 30th, 2024. I'll use any divination tool we need to get the answers you're seeking including my well-honed intuition, talking with your guides or angels or mine, oracle cards, the Akashic records, and more. Let's cut through that cosmic fluff together and get the clarity you need and deserve. Visit intuitiveedge.biz slash holiday to purchase this crazy holiday deal for yourself or what a great gift it would make. Happy holidays. In this episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Melissa Caprio, creator, photographer, radio host, and author of Postcards to the Universe, Harness the Universe's Power and Manifest Your Dreams. She's inviting people from around the world to participate in a global movement by using photography, art, personal wishes and desires and sending them out to the universe via postcard. She's currently giving workshops on photography, art, transformation and manifestation. Caprio has her own weekly show and popular podcast titled Postcards to the Universe with Melissa, Creating the Life You Crave on Ohm Times Radio, where she interviews spiritual trailblazers. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much, Ronnie, for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Wonderful. When I was looking at your website, what I see is art journaling. Mm-hmm. And you have a penchant for taking photographs of things that people have created and handwritten mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. in a way you're doing art journaling through photography. And I personally do art journaling, cutting up and pasting down pictures and words, using mm-hmm. markers, writing stuff with a, I love my white pen on the black paper. That's like my super favorite. So anyway, tell me, how did this all get started? Well, that's really interesting because I'll tell you that. And then I have a question for you is, do you find that some of those art things that you create in your art journal have manifested in your life because that's what you're doing. You're manifesting through creativity. So how it started, I have a fine art photography background. I did a lot of documentary style photography. That was my thing. I did commercial photography and I was photographing uh, special needs children doing therapy with dolphins for about seven years. I had that job. I was married. I was living in the Florida Keys 
it was really, really good. At the same time, everything, I was worked there for like, yeah, like I said, seven years. About the same time, three things happened. And they literally, and I'm not exaggerating, happened in like a 30-day period. The job was ending, which was a job I absolutely loved. The marriage had fallen apart and I was moving. Those three things hit me at once. So I was going through a really, really difficult time, right? So then I started asking the, the questions that we all ask. Why me? What did I do? I'm a good person I don't understand like it's not just one thing it's like all this at once so that took me to reading a lot and looking for going inward and asking the questions and I found this thing called the law of attraction and manifesting and then I dive deep into that and I realized that I help co-create with the universe a lot of the things that I have been bringing into my life like where we are energetically is a match to other things and they come into our life at the same time I couldn't go back to commercial photography it had passed it didn't have the same joy for me that it used to have. So I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do with my life? I went back to my fine art and I always had this thing where I love to photograph people's handwritten letters because I think people, handwriting is like a lost art and so many people have such beautiful handwriting and they're so personal. I have terrible handwriting. I'm a lefty. My handwriting's awful. (laughs) (laughs) So I was always photographing like cards and letters and as I was doing that, I'm learning more about manifesting and I'm learning more about this. And I took a law of attraction course. Well, the bad news is I am also responsible for everything in my life. But the good news is I'm also responsible for everything in my life. So there you go. Yeah. I said, okay, well, what can I do and how can I do this? I'm like, I want to use my own creativity to help me manifest the things that I want. And at that time, I ended up having a experience where I was falling asleep and I heard very loudly in my head, postcards to the universe. And I didn't understand it. I just knew it was really important. It was about one in the morning. I had gotten up. I wasn't quite asleep. You know, that sweet spot, like before you fall asleep, but you're not ready to sleep. That's a very intuitive time when you first go to sleep or at just as you're falling into Mm -hmm. sleep and also when you first wake up is very powerful intuitively yeah I knew it was important and I didn't know why but I just felt it like that in my bones like this is important so I got up I went and I bought the domain name all right I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but I know I need to have it (laughs) and I didn't do anything with it for a year I mean it sat for a year until I started meeting and being introduced to the right people at the right time that helped me formulate what it is I wanted to do with postcards to the universe. I met a copywriter who helped me. My website now is different from my original website, but who helped me write, create the first website. I met a website designer who helped me build it. What was my mission? What did I want to do? And that's how it started. And then from there, it just grew and grew and grew. I've gotten better at what I want to do with the work and having people participate. And I started doing workshops. And then I decided I wanted to do a book because a book wasn't the first thing that I wanted. I just wanted to get connected to other people who were doing this kind of stuff. Like that was my original thought. It's like, I want to meet other people who do this kind of work, who are interested in this, who like to do vision boards. I just started connecting and it grew into a book which then grew into a radio show and podcast so that's oh. kind of it and that's like it's it was a long process but that's the short version of the long process 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Very cool. So you were listening to the universe and they were sending you not <laughs> postcards. They weren't right. messages. They were verbal. Good thing that you followed them, right? And you knew it was important. Mm -hmm. So you kept track and you wrote it down and you bought your domain. You asked me a question about um, mm -hmm. my art journaling. So I only learned to do art journaling in the last two and a half years at the most. Okay. Mostly because I have a friend who moved, I'm in Connecticut and she moved to Denver. And so that's something we can do together on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And so we do art journaling to spend like three hours together. And we can show it to each other and go, what do you think? I think it needs yeah. this. And it, you know, it's mm -hmm. just really fun. So anyway, we would get together fairly often. And I did this picture. I'll show it to you, even though the um, listeners can't see it, but it's mm -hmm. got a treasure chest with an obvious big lock that is, mm. open, you know, and the treasure chest is open and it's, it looks like a dark night sky and there's some little stars. And then there are eight curly beams of light coming out of the treasure chest and because of the treasure chest is gold and it's open and you can see where to put the uh -huh. and it says transformed by the moonlight that was in april and then in october of that same year i was working with the heart wall it had to do with the body code and the emotion code that was dr bradley nelson I knew another woman who took that a step further and she turned it into meditation. Uh -huh. I healed so much stuff with this. So anyway, I did this whole meditation and uh -huh. it was incredible visuals. One of the things that happened was I was locked in some kind of metal. I had like a ring around me. Or I was locked to the wall. Anyway, it all dropped to the floor and melted and then it turned into a key. And I'm like, oh, what do I do with this? And then they're like, well, unlock the treasure chest. So I put it in the treasure chest and it opened mm -hmm. up and then eight beams of light came out of it. And I'm like, what the heck is that? I really didn't know what it meant, but I knew it was kind of powerful. And I'm not 100% sure what it means, except that probably I've unlocked something. But my girlfriend said, didn't you draw a picture like that back okay. in, in April? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like right next to me on the wall and i had completely forgotten about that so see yes. so that would be a postcard that you exactly. created and that's what manifested from it so if you wanted to do that with me you would be like all right i'll send you that and i would photograph it and then we would share your story because that's what it's about so i help other people by taking the way i visually see it and i intuit it and then i photograph it so it's like i'm all also saying to the universe, hey, universe, look at what this person is wanting. Let's get on that. Let's 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 do that for them. That's what they want. Like that's what they're working on. Because I love things about collaboration. I'm not about competition because I believe there's enough for all of us. And my message is probably very similar to your message. And the right people will find you and the right people will find me and everybody else is doing similar things, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. I knew there was going to be something with it because I know how it works. So many people, which is my favorite thing in the world is when somebody else, I was doing a lot of uh, workshops in person before the pandemic. And then obviously everybody just went bunker down and, you know, took care of themselves and their families. And so now I'm starting doing workshops again. I'm doing them online right now. But um, before that, people would have to leave me their postcard when they would do one here or now they'll say, 
a lot of people send them in and I love getting the message, you know, maybe sometimes right away, sometimes weeks later, sometimes a year later. Oh my God, you're never going to believe it. And then they tell me their story. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's very exciting. I've definitely had some experience manifesting because I manifested my husband and yeah, we've been married for over 20 years. So I got to tell you, that was a lot more work than making a postcard. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're always, see, the thing is we're always manifesting. And a lot of times what we do is humans, our natural thing is, is we're always looking at our problems and we end up focusing too much on our problems, right? Yep. The only difference now is what I've become so conscious is I catch myself if I'm going down that negative rabbit hole where I'm like, and I want to flip it. I don't want to be there. So I'm consciously saying to myself, okay, you know, all right, give yourself some time. You want to moan and complain. All right. You have your 20 minutes, get it out of your system. (laughs) And then let's not live there. Let's not go over it a million times of the day. Let's not talk about it with everybody. Let's not think about it because then we're bringing more of that into our life, which is what we don't want. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You've been doing this for a while and you Mm -hmm. encourage people to send you postcards. So like how many postcards have you received? Oh, a lot. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) I have hundreds and hundreds Hundreds. of them and I keep them. I cherish them. I have books full with sleeves, with plastic sleeves to keep them because I feel like it's somebody's wish you know, and I'm like yeah. a keeper of their like wishes. Yeah, I have all the postcards that I've ever gotten. Being a visual artist, I used to have a gallery, a photography gallery years ago. I love I love doing those kind of gallery shows. I would love one day to have the books there, but then also have the, the actual postcard next to, you know, maybe mount the actual postcard next to the photograph I took of the postcard next to their story and make it kind of like a comprehensive piece of artwork, you know, do something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, you're kind of like the Akashic Records of the manifesting postcard. (laughs) I never heard that one before. That's a big one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you're a depository for people's wishes. That actually Mm -hmm. is incredibly magical when you think about it. It is. That's why I take very good care of the postcards and I'm very honored. What I was doing before is ever since the pandemic, I photographed them very differently than I used to. Now I do it in my studio. I have a small little studio in my, in where I live. And I used to go out and just see where I wanted to take them out and then COVID. And then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I can't be going all these different places anymore. And they really changed. And I like create a whole sacred space, you know, like I honor the space, I stage it, I'll put on nice music, get the lighting the way that I want it. And then I find things that I have that I think correlate with the person's postcard and the way I lay it out and the way I photograph it. So it's like a whole ritual when I'm doing it, you know, when I'm photographing it. Yeah. And that's where I love to be. That's my favorite space to be. That's really fun. Yeah, it is fun. Well, you know, when you do your art journal and you know that feeling when you're in it, right? When you're doing it, there's a feeling that you're tapping into. Absolutely. And I've done some things that I just am so attached to and that I love. I wish I had discovered it earlier, but I did when I did. Because I've always Mm -hmm. been a painter and done a lot of different things. I was reading somewhere on your blog that you were Mm -hmm. talking about how this all leads to more magic. So I was Mm -hmm. wondering if you could talk a little bit about the magic. Like I said, magic is like my favorite word ever. Each Monday, 
I'll do a magical message where I'll do an image of a postcard or an affirmation because I also love affirmations. Once you start seeing, the magic is we're all doing this, like I said, all the time anyway. But once you become conscious about it and you become this co-creator, the magic is watching what starts to show up in your life when you become aware of it, when you start doing it. And when you see that it works and you try it on something that you have no attachment to and you see that it works, you get so excited that you want to do it more. When I say try it on something like you have no attachment to, like, for example, I use this in uh, one workshop. I taught a long time ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell everybody what you're going to, you're going to find something that you want to manifest that's simple that you really have no attachment to. Like we're attached to our health, money, our careers, our relationships. We have so many deep attachments, but let's say I want to manifest a ladybug. And literally within 15 minutes, she found a ladybug pin when she was cleaning her craft room and she didn't even realize it. I said a pink feather. Now a pink feather isn't something that you would see everywhere. It's not like a black feather, right? So I'm like, but I'm not really attached to a pink feather. Okay, forgot about it. Just went on with my week. And about two weeks later, I was walking into the building that I live in. And I was walking, we live in, there's a gallery in the center of the space that I live in. It's three stories because I live in an artist community. I was walking into the gallery, laying on the floor right before the elevator was a tiny pink feather. Oh my yep. gosh. I have no idea where it came from. It could have come from somebody else's piece of artwork. I have no clue. But my point was it came so fast because I didn't have the strong attachment to it. I said that I was going to see it. And I ended up seeing it within like a week or two weeks. And then I was like, okay, see, this stuff really works. So I was telling people in a class about how to do this, pick something. And a friend of mine, she said a ladybug. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, ladybug. I'm going to see a ladybug. She's also an artist. And she was cleaning her craft room and she moved her craft table. And there was a tiny, tiny pin of a ladybug 15 minutes after the class was over. She texted it to me and we were freaking out. That's how fast. So for anybody listening, try it. Think of something that is not so easy. Like you don't want to say like a black car because, you know, you walk outside and there's a million black cars, but something that you're not emotionally attached to that maybe not as easy to spot and see what happens. And then you do it more and more. So the magic is when you see it, you feel like, oh my God, I just put out like I cast a spell and I got it, you know, and I'm going <laughs> to keep doing this and I want to do more. And then we work up to the big things and the big things are harder because we have a strong emotional attachment to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is for sure. What's your favorite story about somebody who sent you a postcard and whatever they wanted manifested and came true? There's many stories. A woman who wanted to manifest her brand, she's actually going to be on my show in a couple weeks. Her brand is called Mole Mama, and we've become very good friends. And when she created her first postcard, she didn't have a YouTube channel. She didn't have her book. She didn't have anything, right? So this is years ago now. Everything that she put on her postcard was her YouTube channel, being on television, creating her book, getting her brand out there. She is a chef. She cooks Mexican food. We were 
were just talking about it actually because like I said she's going to be on my show in a couple weeks so now here we are we're in the end of November in 2023 she is now on Guy Fieri's the the guy who is the cooking guy on his show Grocery Games Drive-Ins and Dives yes so he has Grocery Games and she was selected as a home chef to be on that show and she has two books out she has a YouTube channel and she has all this but when she created her postcard there was nothing and that was five years ago I would say so within five years so that is impressive and we were talking about she's like oh my god everything's on there except for the TV show and six months later and she didn't look for it it found her they reached out to her and I was like you see that's how it happens and then another story that I thought was very heartwarming was a woman who was married and had children she was still harboring feelings for a lost love that had hurt her terribly it's not that she wanted to be with that person but I think she wanted to release the pain around that relationship because she felt it was holding her back she said she was going to send a postcard and she's like oh I made it I'm going to send it and then I don't know a couple like a month or so went by nothing I didn't get it and I reached out to her and I'm like are you going to send the postcard I I never received it and she said oh yeah 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 I uh, I'll get to it I forgot or whatever okay a couple more weeks went by and she when she finally said it she said the most amazing thing happened the person who heard her reached out to her and who she hadn't spoken to in over a decade with an apology the day she sent wow. the card mm-hmm. the day she because she was the card? The day she sent the card, when she put it in the mail, she forgave, she let it go. And she wasn't even wanting an apology. It wasn't about the other person. It was about her. And then she got a reach out, you know, so that I thought was because there, I get a lot of people sending me postcards about wanting to let go of things, let go of resentment, let go of anger, let go of lost love, let go of guilt. So there's a lot of releasing that happens. And another person had a similar experience and she said she felt this overwhelming release when she finally mailed the postcard like she just felt it in her whole body that was related to her sending the postcard out Mm -hmm. so it's like a multi-layered process the way you're describing it yeah we have these big art openings and a lot of us open our doors and we allow people to have it like come in our studios while while wow, there's a big art thing. So he was a friend of another resident who lived here and he just grabbed one of my postcards that I had. I had these photographs that were, I made into postcards that people could just write things on and mail them. And he grabbed one and I can't remember exactly what he wrote, but he just wrote something as so simple as like, I just want to feel joy in my heart. Like something as simple as that, like, right? Just a simple sentence. It's in my book. Fast forward, I was asking my neighbor, oh, how's your friend so-and-so? And she's like, oh my God, you didn't hear. And he had a heart attack, but he survived. He's okay. And I was like, oh my God. And she's like, oh yes, there's his heart attack. He changed his whole life. He was an attorney and he was a criminal attorney, a defense attorney, and he hated it. Because then I ended up speaking to him. So he shared a story with me. He never wanted to do it. His father was one, his grandfather was when he felt like he kind of had to do it. You know, it was like a status thing. He didn't never like defending guilty people. It always bothered him. 
So when he almost died and he had a heart attack, he made a decision that he was going to change his whole life. He stopped being a lawyer and he started working in a school, a lower income neighborhood school that needed men, strong men to help these young troubled kids, especially young boys. And so he went and did that and cut his salary, got rid of his expensive car, sold his expensive house, got an apartment and ended up working in these like inner city schools, teaching these young people about finding their strength and their joy and their confidence in themselves. And it brought him joy to his, he's like, I have so much joy in my heart now. And I never did before. He gave up so much to have this, but he loves what he does so much because it feeds his soul. I was like, oh my God, I just want to have joy in my heart. And he had a heart attack. Isn't that crazy? That story always sat with me because that was an exaggeration. You don't want to have to have a heart attack. No. <laughs> But I just thought it was incredible. And when we talked, he's like, I totally see that the correlation about how I was brokenhearted doing what I was doing. I hated it. And now I have joy in my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is a fabulous story. So yeah. I actually run a manifesting group on Tuesday night, a few times a month called the Manifesting Power Hour. We don't do art, but we manifest for an hour once a week. Very it's cool. It's so fun because we really focus on each other to lend more energy to what each person wants to manifest. When you do that kind of focus, whether you write a postcard or write in your journal or have a meditation or whatever format uh -huh. you choose to do the affirmations or whatever, to do uh -huh. the manifestation, you can manifest all kinds of things. And so sure. we had manifesting a boyfriend, somebody manifested a, a fun summer, somebody else manifested selling their business somebody right. got new clients somebody wanted speaking gigs and so these are all the kinds of things that we manifested and then i get to participate too because that's fun and so like this year for 2023 on listen notes i was ranked in the top 10 percent of uh, podcasts and i wanted to get to top five percent i had no idea how that's going to happen and i'm going to tell you right now i have no idea how it did happen but it did yay <laughs> congratulations i love <laughs> that so I was so excited because it's hard to measure, you know, you have downloads, but downloads yeah. aren't really any kind of accurate reflection of how many people are listening. So True. it's just so interesting. So when you focus your energy, think about mm -hmm. what you want and put it out to the universe in a postcard yeah. or other way, you exactly. can really start to attract what you want in life. And what I love about what you do is you're creating a physical visual representation. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then the act of mailing it, I think adds another dimension to it. I really do. I do too. And I always felt that way. And a lot of people are like, Oh no, it's like, especially when they spend so much time on it. And I'm like, you have to release it. So I always tell everybody, take a photo of it, keep it on your phone, print it out, put it on your fridge. So it's in your subconscious. You can see it somewhere, but yeah, you have to, part of it is the releasing it. And, yeah. and my spin on manifesting is just that it's a visual. I like to add the visual component and add creativity into it because that's basically my joy. My joy comes from being a creative person. That's where I feel I tap into that vibration, right? It's a vibration of joy and you want to raise your vibration so that you're a match to those things you want. Like now you're in the top 5%. So you had to physically be a match for that to happen. 
It's not just, oh, I want this. And because a lot of times what we do is, is counterintuitive. We say, I want it. And then we focus on how it's not happening. And that's what we don't want to do. <laughs> yes, very true. Don't put your energy into what you don't want. Put your energy into what you do want. Yes. And yeah. you know, another way of looking at these postcards are that they are mini vision boards or mini yeah. maps. Yeah. So what's really great about that is it's a little more focused because sometimes with a vision board, people make mm -hmm. them really big and they want to include yeah. all the aspects of their life and all. And, yeah. you know, sometimes that can be very daunting because then you have to figure everything out right. you want all at one time. And it's not always that doable. I mean, it sounds like it should be, but sometimes you're a little puzzled in some areas, yeah. but you're better in others. So what I love about the postcard idea is you're focusing on one thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm glad I, you mentioned that, Ronnie, because yeah. that's what I tell everybody when they're like, well, what is it? I'm like, it's like a mini vision board, but instead of your whole life mapped out, we're just going to do one little area at a time. And I have some people who send me postcards all the time for everything, like wanting to go on certain trips to other countries. One woman who I've also become, I've become friends with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> To my friend and she like every time she wants to go on a trip to Europe somewhere she makes a postcard and her postcards are beautiful and buying a house she made a postcard on the house of her dreams and she's living in it you know that's in my book and she sends me postcards all the time and I love them and if you can do it over and over again in anything that you want. I mean, what if you just want a new car? You can create yep. a postcard about see yourself driving it. How does it feel? And what do you want it to look like? And yeah, yep. it's fun. It is fun. I just think that's so remarkable. The idea that she creates a postcard for travel and she's sending you the postcard ahead of the travel. It's kind of uh -huh. funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, another story about manifesting that cracks me up is I have a friend who was really into manifesting and she was listening to this very long audio program about manifesting. And the guy who was doing the program, whose program it was, he seemed to be using the same example over and over again, which was talking about a black Mercedes. And mm -hmm. so constantly going black Mercedes, black Mercedes, black Mercedes. And so then she got in the habit of going black Mercedes, black Mercedes. And before you know it, her partner ended up buying a black Mercedes. We were hysterical. <laughs> Where the heck did that come from? Black Mercedes. We were, we were oh so, my God, because I don't so, know that yeah. she actually wanted a black Mercedes, but right. it was so steeped in that from the program she was listening to. It was hilarious. It was, that is hilarious. It still yeah. came into her consciousness. It was really very funny. So so you have a couple of workshops coming up you wanted to talk about? Yeah, one is called Manifesting Through Gratitude, A Visual Journey. And that one runs Thursday evenings and it runs five weeks. And then I'll start a new one Thursday evenings, six to eight Eastern time. It's one of the most powerful and fastest ways to manifest what you want. Being grateful for what you already have. It's intimate. It's no more than 20 people in a group. And then the other one is a one-off. I mean, I'll do more of them, but I'm doing it in the beginning of January, January 6th. And it's put your wishes to work and manifest the life you desire. And it's, it's just a class of three hours and we're going to make a manifesting postcard together. Uh, what is something we want to bring in in, the, in 2024? So yeah, and that's a Saturday. First mm -hmm. Saturday in January. So yeah. that sounds fantastic. How exciting. I hope if people mm -hmm. find that interesting and it feels right to them, they sign up Me because too. I'm sure whatever you do, Melissa, it's going to be a blast. Thank you. Yeah, I like to have fun. Have you noticed how kids are such master manifestors? 
child who has a lot of love and support, they're, they're joyous, right? They'll say they want something and it'll show up. That's because they don't know that it can't. Yeah. You know, they don't do what us as adults do. Well, I fit for that to happen. I need to have this and I need to do this. And I, yeah. and we talk ourselves out of it. Yeah. Right. So fun is part of that. Tapping into fun raises our vibration. When there's fun and there's joy, that really helps create the magic. So yep. it all works exactly. together. Absolutely. And that's what's so fun about getting to talk with people like you, Melissa. <sighs> From, po from postcards to the universe, it's just so much fun to meet new people and discover what they do and how they create in their lives and how they use the universal principles and rules of manifestation and all the different spiritual alchemy things that are available to us today. And aren't we lucky that we live in a time when this is so available? Oh my God, I totally agree with you. This is the blessing of the internet. Like there's a lot of stuff that, not so great right and we want to like not focus on that this is the stuff we want to focus on these conversations yes. people doing this kind of work bringing more inspiration and joy to the world yes. that's what the world needs yeah sure. so I, I love talking to people like you too because i'm like oh that's so cool other people are into this too <laughs> yeah, yeah it's fantastic so well thank you so much melissa it's been an incredible pleasure and a lot of fun Oh, Ronnie, thank you. And if anybody has any questions for me, I'm easy to find on my website, postcardsuniverse.com. And that links to my email, all my socials, workshops, my radio show, everything. And it'll all be in the show notes too. So that's it for today. But thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. Thank you for joining me in this sacred space on your journey to clarity and spiritual growth. If you're at a crossroad in the middle of a life crisis or challenge, try intuitive coaching or book an intuitive or past life reading at intuitiveedge.biz. Enjoyed our time together? Please rate, review, and share this podcast with a friend to spread the magic. Until next time, this is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic.